0: On this episode of Industry Relations, Rob and I talk about the Rapatoni outage and lessons learned. Join us. This is Industry Relations, a podcast that's at the intersection of real estate and technology from an insider's perspective with Rob Hahn and Greg
1: Robertson. Hi, everybody, and welcome to a special episode of Industry Relations with Rob and Greg. This is your co-host, Rob Hahn, Notorious Rob. Coming to you from like a hotel lobby with bad internet, so we'll see how this goes. <laughs> As always, my co-host, the fabulous Greg Robertson. Woo! Hola, Rob. <laughs> okay, what was what what is the symbol that you're doing I, now? Well, I was this? gonna
0: do my thing, and like I've got <laughs> this mic. I, I'm i we're getting some work done in our master bathroom, and it's like really loud where I normally record. So I've come to the garage studio, and then I had that weird mic last time. So I found yeah. this. I found this old mic and, uh, I'm trying to make it work for this. So sorry. Yeah. Uh, all well. right.
1: We're all, well, we're hey, all... Man, I'm using AirPods over a hotel fi So, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's amazing technology lets us do this at all. Yeah. You know, I, that's, I want to look at the bright side of things, but, uh, yeah. How are you?
0: Good, man. Just, uh, you know, another day in the life here. We are, uh, getting ready for everybody. We go, my, my kids go back to school a little bit later. They don't go, they don't go back until, uh, after Labor Day. But, um, my wife is, uh, you know, already putting the work in, you know, she teaches, uh, fifth grade. So she's getting the classroom set up and, and all those kind of things. And, uh, it'll, and my, my, both my kids go, um, my other kids go to, uh, high school right so hope's in high school she'll be uh yeah. a freshman and, and then toby's a junior and uh ah. hope's it hope made of the jv tennis team for uh, her all right freshman. yeah congratulations she, hope she's done uh remarkably well she's had two matches i think she's like uh i think five and what three and two something like that or four and two wow yeah no she's doing good
1: know all right yeah. well congratulations i guess it is back to school um we should do an episode about back to school an episode about schooling i have this whole thing about that but today actually we wanted to maybe talk about because is going to be a relatively shorter one since i'm traveling and who knows um uh this rapid tony situation is finally resolved right yeah it was uh, two weeks
0: yeah it was about two weeks i mean i'm I, i'm hearing it's like it's not fully resolved where, I mean, they're starting to get their MLSs back online. Um, Mm -hmm. From what I'm hearing, like the, the, they've got the data all the way back to the sixth. Um, I think they were, so that's a little bit further back than when they went off, but they're still getting photos figured out and then their AMS stuff. So, I mean, it's just a a brutal experience. And I, yeah, um, and, you know, it's, it's, you don't want to cast shadows there because, you know, uh, a, a malware or a ransom attack like that can can almost happen to anybody. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe like a CoreLogic or Black Knight might be a little bit immune because they have other things to protect, but who knows, right?
1: Um, yeah, yeah. No, what's what's shocking, so I don't know the details. So do you know the details? It was a ransomware attack is the only thing I've heard,
0: right? Yeah, I don't know any, like, any do details you, beyond that, no.
1: Because so I remember the, maybe, God, it was probably 2019, I remember going to an event, I was speaking, but the other person that was speaking there was uh, like a cybersecurity expert.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was a first American event. And talk about ransomware and how dangerous it is, yada, yada, yada. But you know, my understanding of ransomware is like, somebody has to like click something or do something. You know what I mean? It doesn't just infect your system. You have to take some sort of action, like downloading a PDF or something well to get you know, which then, for them
0: to take over yeah so there's i mean phishing yeah. attacks all i mean that's all yeah, very, yeah, yeah. very sophisticated but i mean basically it's like a business i mean they mm-hmm. they sell software for companies i think in the, probably in europe or something to to start these companies to do ransom companies and they have like tech support and all that sure. kind of stuff and <laughs> basically you yeah. know they ta- they they do a phishing campaign or whatever ways they can get into the system they get in the system they lock it up and then and then they demand money and and there are companies you know insurance companies that hire negotiators sure for the company to kind of get it resolved because i think a lot of times the only way of getting resolved is actually negotiating a freaking payout i mean it's just ridiculous right paying them off
1: yeah so that's the that was my question like so first of all it's like obviously rapid they had a lapse in security some something happened right something somebody clicked on something and now it affected their system uh, which sucks. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's awful, um, but I guess I do wonder: like, did they just pay it off, or yeah. did they say, "Screw that, we're not paying it. We're going to start it over from scratch"? Because the two week timeline suggests to me that they didn't pay the ransom.
0: Well, I I don't know. I mean, that that'd be just conjecture on on uh, my part yeah. at least. So yeah. who knows? I mean, it might it might be if that's what it took to negotiate, or and that's what it's taken. Maybe they paid, and it's been taking them a while to kind of get everything kind of ramped up to get all their customers back up. I mean, who knows? There could be a thousand reasons. Who knows?
1: But like one of the things that came up though, when this first started popping up was um, at least among like the prop tech people, they're talking about like, did that not, did they not have a hot backup, you know, or even a cold backup site? You know, do you, any details around that? I mean,
0: yeah. And then, you know, um, well, just to segue into that, what I did like about this whole situation, not like, but, you know the industry did come together a lot. I know that other MLS yeah. vendors like CoreLogic and and Black Knight were there to kind of help people out. I mean, uh, I think yeah. RPR was a good, re- you know, for what <laughs> reason? You know that the money they've been spent on RPR they had their shining moment there for for two weeks. Um, yeah. You know, you saw CRMLS uh help out. Um, then there yeah. was this initiative launched by. Morgan Carey of Real Estate Webmasters of MLS Backup. So, but but to me, yep. it's a little bit of like a misnomer of, of, you know, all, remember all the MLS, most of the MLS organizations out there, um, they don't do any hosting. There are a few that still no. do, but, you know, but so it's, they're being hosted by Rapitoni, by CoreLogic, right. by Black Knight, right? That's
1: so right. That's right.
0: All those guys are, you know, <clears throat> FBS, whatever. All those guys are big organizations. They have their own, you know, uh, data centers they back up regularly everything else it's not a matter of like i mean i in fact i think i think in certain markets that have rapidoni you could go to an idx website and see the data there it's not a matter of
1: mm-hmm.
0: backing up really it's more of a matter of, of changes listing input you know add edits you know when a when a property sold when the price changed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when it was pending when it was mm-hmm. active those kind of things you couldn't do so uh, you know, would it be is it a good idea to have a you know, i'm I'm certain like I said, you know, core logic or or FPS has several backups, but a third party beyond your MLS to do that? I mean, maybe this is really a rare thing that happens um, sure, but it could be something I know that I think Morgan, I was talking to him, he's, you know, Tim Dane over at Northwest MLS. Oh sorry, North Star MLS was. They were talking to, I think, another MLS out there as well. Um, so mm-hmm. my, there might be a market for that type of thing. But still, again, it's it's more about how do you get something up and running? And then the, the other tricky part is like, okay, let's say it's a week. It's two weeks later, it's three weeks later. Then how do you get those changes up into the system that launched again? And that's mm-hmm. in itself a whole thing. So it's a bit more complicated than just, Having a backup, right? I think, uh, yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> I'm not saying because again, I just don't know, right? I just don't know. But based on what you know, this what this situation looks like is either one of two things, right? Either this ransomware affected it, infected everything, including their backups, right? That's one possibility. Uh, the second possibility, though, is that what's backed up is not the system as a whole; it's just like the data, you know what I mean? And to your point, if you backed up only the data and then there have been changes along the way, then you're missing days. right? Then you're missing all the updates. I don't know the answer to that. One thing that kind of makes me think, though, again, going back to this first American cybersecurity thing, because of ransomware, apparently a lot of the companies are now running all their systems in virtual machines, right? So that the virtual machine is taken over, they just shut it down and just start a new instance, as opposed to, like, the traditional, like, database and our, you know, code is all in this, like, computer server, and now we got infected, and now we're fucked. You know, it's more, that that was sort of the understanding from 2019. You know, um, I don't know if that's commonplace. I don't know if that's you know i just don't uh, yeah, know. That's, I mean that's yeah.
0: way over my head i'm not a knock engineer or, you know th- yeah. those kind of things i'm not sure exactly how the hot backups work or 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 what when you get infected with this malware what happens yeah. i mean is it yeah. um, I, you know it's it's hard to kind of uh it's just a bad thing to happen and uh, i'm i'm glad it's over with for those guys and it was really
1: yeah. good
0: to see the industry kind of step up and help each other out on this um and hopefully we no, get no, back that to some sort great. of
1: normal. That part's great. The thing that made me just kind of go, huh, I didn't I didn't realize um was specifically uh Zenlist uh with Zillow, I think essentially stood up an alternative MLS for I think it was S F A R. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, right?
0: It was a combination of like bridge Interactive or Zillows, right. you know, add edit kind of uh module and Zenlist where you right. could they made those two things work together so um that was very you know a, a very interesting thing to do as well um yeah. and you know some people were using google sheets some people yeah. were um using rpr so everybody was trying to find a way to 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 kind of win here so um yeah very very so interesting so my
1: question my question for you though greg is did that surprise you at all like when they were able to stand something like that up and it's like hey we can now Serve as your MLS like so quickly, because it kind of yes. surprised me. Yeah, I was surprised. I'll be honest. Yeah, I was like, "Wait, it was really? I, I didn't, right? I didn't yeah, know but, you could do it that quickly." Yeah,
0: I mean, there's, there's, you know, like anything else technical or almost anything technical, you have the technical thing to do, which can be somewhat of like, okay, I have an API, you have an API, let's make this work, let's do this, but the other part is the human part. Like, well, if only. If you if you get if you don't get the message out to everybody, are only like two percent of the membership going to be using this? And does that matter? Um, I guess if this had gone longer, you know, you'd probably see more. I don't know what the adoption was. It could have been hundred I mean, percent. Sure. But but um, it's it's just there's no these things. It's a bad thing when this happens. There's no easy solution. Of course. Um, but of course. But you know it, that. that uh, but no, to answer your question, I was a little bit um, surprised how fast that happened.
1: Yeah, because the surprise for me was, like, you're exactly right, it's a terrible thing that it happened. But I guess I was still under the impression, like, the MLS data, the processes, you know, the, the business rules, the added, like, the whole system, I thought was kind of, like, separate. You know, it was, like, kind of segregated over here, which is why a malware attack is so devastating. And then, like, just a couple of days later, it's like, hey, we're just going to stand up a, an emergency temporary solution. I was like, I thought it took longer than that. You well, know, like, yeah, I think that, you know? I think
0: Zillow with Bridge Interactive is is one of the few, if one or the only one of the few players that have actually done the work in the past. If if the MLS had like you know allowed that to kind of work through the business rules and make the ad edit work and things like that, so right. um, that you know I I don't think Bridge. I know it's available in a lot of markets, but not every market out there. Um, but no. you know, San Francisco obviously was one of them.
1: So it's the idea, in a sense, like the MLS data is in Zillow anyway. So what you just needed was like Zenlist to provide an ad edit of some sort.
0: Well, no, it was the other way around. So Zenlist had the well, I guess Zillow in, in a sense has it also, but they Zillow had the ad edit.
1: Zillow had the ad edit. Yeah,
0: or they had the ability to to work with an ad edit module, right? So they have the API to work with it.
1: So Zenlist was the ad edit. That, well, I think the the that, I
0: mean, to me, there's the the presentation layer. And then there's the yeah. work underneath that. So it's a bit of both on on both sides.
1: Okay. Yeah. Like the, that to me was the most kind of like, huh, you know, not surprising. I think that's the wrong word because it was more of a one eyebrow, you know, as opposed to be like, oh my God, yeah. you know, it wasn't that dramatic. But the one eyebrow thing for me was like, yeah, I always thought these systems were much more like self-contained, you know, that I didn't think it was that easy to, you know, essentially replace it. Right, in a couple of days, and I'm going. Well, judging by what just happened, it apparently is right. And then it makes to mind okay. So, what's real estate webmasters? Did they actually end up supporting that, or was it they're just going out and saying, "Going forward, we can serve as your kind of MLS hot backup"? I don't know the answer thing. to
0: that. I mean, I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, I know yeah. that even in and there was another story about North Star MLS had helped out EXP because. You know, North Star MLS had developed their own ad edit module, which they've been using for a long time with Matrix, so they could plug into EXP's back end of somehow. And there was a lot of huh. you know, a lot a lot of these kind of, you know, I don't want to say jerry rigged, but you know, some sort of uh rigged up solutions to to get them over the hump, uh, you know, in the in the in the two two weeks. I, I don't know if it's still going on in some other areas that are not completely up yet, but you know, that that's that, that was another instance where the two techs
1: worked together on that. Right, right. What do you think the impact of this will be on Rapitone?
0: Um, You know, it, it's it's it really all depends upon you know their communications with their customers, right? I mean, um, I think you know there's no adage out there that says like everybody you know, and I'll I'll paraphrase it <laughs> the way Greg would say this, and that, you know everybody fucks up right it's just you know Mm -hmm. how do you communicate how how do you let your customers know this and that and i I don't even know if i call this qualify this as a fuck-up because it could literally happen to anybody um but you know it hasn't happened to some of the players out there but uh you know it just you know it's how you communicate how you proceed going forward right so um i think that's that's what's going to happen here
1: you don't think this i mean again you're right it's not like their fault right You know it's it's not like something they this was an outside attack but you know the mls is one of those things like you have to have it (laughs) like no yeah totally totally the the brooks agents the the their clients you know the associations who purchase their their software to run the mls i mean they have to be thinking like hey the communication is great you've been you the customer service is great but we didn't have an mls for two weeks
0: no, and that's right. something they're gonna have to get over. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna hear to say, you know, anything. I mean, there's a lot of great people working in Rapitoni, a lot of people I know there. I mean, uh, you know, I don't wanna Same. I don't wish them will ill at all. No, I mean it's
1: absolutely no, absolutely. Uh, absolutely
0: they would they would wish this had never happened, right? So sure you know, yeah. But I, I'm not gonna make any speculation on like, you know, what their future is.
1: Because of all the like MLS sales type stuff, I've never really heard any of the vendors like really stress this like redundancy and, you know, security thing as much, you know, it feels like that's going to have to be part of the language going forward. Though You know, it's always been like features, hey, we can do this and we have this type of search and not yeah. like, hey, we've got 17 backup sites and, you know. Virtual machines and blah blah blah. Like this will never happen. You know, like I haven't heard that. Well, I, you know,
0: it's funny you say that because I was recently at CoreLogic's client summit, right, which was here in Orange yeah. County, uh, back when I was at Lone Wolf, and uh, you know, they emphasized the security thing in a full session. So it's, oh, wow, it okay. it is actually starting to kind of um, get more in the mainstream here. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I you know it was a uh, very serious. And uh, very impressive too with what, you know, that, yeah. I mean, I guess like, you know, you're a big company like a, a Black Knight or a Core Logic, right? That has this other government shit and everything else. I mean, yeah, I, to me, yeah, there's yeah, going to be, yeah. you know, a, a heightened sense of that kind of thing that only helps you out as one of the divisions of that big entity, right? So um, yeah. I, I was joking with somebody like, I know back in the day, working for LPS or Black Knight, but... you had to have two cell phones you had to do this i mean it was a pain in the ass right but
1: yeah yeah. there's
0: reasons why you know things become a pain in the ass because they've got to protect uh they got to protect it right
1: yeah no it's 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 a it's interesting attack man and i don't know like at some point the whole story's got to be told right like did rap pay the ransom or did they say screw you and then we'll just reboot everything right which to me, it's the well, braver mode, right? Well, don't but, pay because- but, but hold you know. on,
0: I mean, we don't know what the malware was. The malware may have been, they couldn't get into their own systems to reboot. I mean, we- Yeah, you know, that's what so, ransomware
1: would be. Yeah, right. I
0: mean, so it's like, yeah. they couldn't rewrite Rapitoni all at once, right? I mean, every instance is custom. I mean, it's a horrible problem to have.
1: Yeah, uh, God, I'm glad I never dealt with it. Have you ever had that type of attack in any of your systems? No comment. Oh, interesting. Mm, okay, and uh, you know it does make me think. Like, brokers probably have to, especially if you're large. Listen,
0: if you're in the, if you're in a software company, you know, in the last ten years, you know, you've had, you've either happened to you directly or been affected by it, right? So it's just, it's not, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's prevalent. I mean, I remember back, you know, these guys are just pirates. They're awful, and you know, yeah. I, I was always a big proponent, you know. When we first, Dan and I first started our our first software company and we had, you know, um, it was called Iris. We had two other partners and it was all on diskettes. And fucking agents would fucking copy those diskettes and just pass them out. And, you know, it was just back Mm -hmm. in the day. Like that's all people did. They didn't really respect, you know, it's just software is whatever, right? And I was just like, you know, just money's being stolen, right? So I've always had this kind of, thing in my head about you know and like you know i never allowed my kids to download free music i never really downloaded free music i was just always a mm-hmm. bit anal about that stuff because i just yeah i knew the feeling of like you know what we worked on so hard was been stolen right yeah. i mean yeah um, and this yeah. Is just feels the same goddamn thing it's like these these bastards you know just yeah put them
1: in jail forever as far as i'm concerned <laughs> So it turns out Greg is not a fan of China. <laughs> because, uh, <laughs> IP theft is a big issue yeah, you well. know, with the, that particular economy <laughs> in that particular country. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Like, my heart goes out to him. Like I said, what's interesting is learning kind of what the disaster recovery response is, right? Yeah. So in a way, for me, it's the event itself is interesting, but in a sort of, hey, we feel real bad for Rapatoni and everyone affected. What's more interesting is, okay, how everyone, like how the insular reacted. And it feels like there's a lot more backup than I thought existed in a sense because a lot of the data is already in places like Zillow, in places like ZenList. Duplication is
0: a thing, right? I mean, that's what we always talk about. We always say webmaster,
1: right? Yeah. So the, the, the amount of duplication seems like, the fact that CRMLS was able to go, hey, we can help you guys out how do you have the data <laughs> you know it's like well
0: again it's not a, they do they do but i mean that's only part of the problem right it is really the changes and 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 how do you kind of do that and that's a very tough problem to solve um afterwards mm-hmm. right so it's just like it's better mm-hmm. you just get back online as soon as you can especially with like a database like an mls database which changes every 5 minutes right mm-hmm. i mean you know people are putting in uh, new listings or changing statuses yeah. Prices are going up and down. New photos are being added. Um, Photos are being taken down. Um, I mean, it's just, you know, it's this living organic thing almost. It's just like, um, yeah, the more time that goes by, the worse the problem becomes.
1: Yeah. I mean, it occurs to me like there's got to be a better solution to this, you know, overall. And I don't actually, I mean, I my bet would be on to something ransomware? like blockchain- and, To ransomware? Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it is, a, it is a, it's not just a problem for real estate, it's a problem everywhere. No, it's not.
1: Yeah. But I guess what I was getting at is, like I said, because I built a company premised upon like leveraging blockchain and distributed ledger technology. I'm wondering if something like that might be the answer going forward, right? Because-
0: Oh, you don't like, think that could be hacked and, and taken over by ransomware?
1: Absolutely. Not really not really yeah so
0: don't uh, no, really like, here, hold on rob the the, the the worst thing you can tell a hacker is that they it can't be done so
1: <laughs> i mean dude they, they, all i can say is bitcoin's been around for over 10 years never been hacked right like that's one of the promise of this blockchain text that it's actually hack proof without using you know maybe quantum computing or something well, you're, right? you're, maybe and part the, of it,
0: maybe part of the infrastructure isn't. But I mean, your website could be totally taken over and nobody sure. could get into it, you know do anything, right?
1: Well, um, well, that's the that's the cool thing about blockchain. Right. Is that you have multiple copies. Every node has the full copy. So even if you ransomware affected one node, right, like, fine, that node gets taken down, everyone else has the exact duplicate copy. So you could just stand it back up in the next whatever, five minutes, right? It's just, again, it's part of this is my fascination with that technology, right? I mean, I built a company on it, but part of it is like looking at things like this going, oh, wow, that's that's a use case where you don't need hot backups. You don't need any of this because it's already in place by the nature of the actual structure. Okay, so you have a you know?
0: site that does, you know, that manages auction, right? Somebody goes to a site, puts their bid in, another person puts a bid in. Yeah. If that site was taken over.
1: Yeah, we'd be fucked. Okay, so I mean, so you're, no, you're no still-
0: function. There's still a, no matter what you're doing, you still could be affected by this.
1: No, but Greg, what I'm saying is, like, let's say that we were actually fully deployed, right, through kind of the blockchain architecture, right? Then the idea would be not just that, like, potentially every broker who participates in DPX would have a full node copy of DPX. even the data behind it? All the data, even to some extent, the code, right? Because the code's like out there, it's open source, right? So if if our site then got ransomware attacked and got taken over, we just shut it down, right? Literally just shut it down and then reboot because, and then take it from one of the other nodes, like, okay, here's all this stuff. About.
0: I see what you're saying.
1: You see what I'm saying? <laughs> we're not there yet because we're a total startup, but I could imagine that type of architecture potentially being like the answer to all this sort of hacking and all this ransomware attacks and malware attacks right cuz if unless you affect the entire node right, which is very very hard yeah you know, it's it's i'm not even sure what that even looks like well i mean like, right? you know
0: if if you have all that data on there it get, and it, the the front end gets attacked
1: and there's changes being made
0: to that database and the but only the, way hold on, made, hold on hold yeah. on and the the primary way people make changes to the the data on your database is through that interface it'd still be in the same kind of situation
1: ye how would that work i mean i guess what would end up happening is you would have multiple front ends right because the idea is that you have let's say 10, well, multiple not front
0: ends really but multiple ad edits out there.
1: <laughs> multiple ad edits but the way that you'd have to go about it is consensus along the nodes. We're getting we're getting way over the heads of most people, oh, including me. myself. You know. <laughs> yeah. So it's it just it occurs to me like this would be a, an interesting conversation with someone. I, I could actually think of somebody to talk about this. Um if there's interest out there about what data security looks like in the sort of post-blockchain world. Right. Because it is true, man. Blockchain has never been hacked different crypto projects, different companies have been hacked. But like the blockchain protocol itself has, I don't think it's ever been hacked, especially, especially uh, Bitcoin has never been hacked, to my knowledge. You know, there are other like wallets that get hacked. So you lose all your money. Like, yeah, but you know, the entire network itself does not go down.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's I mean, the, the data really didn't get hacked. It was the infrastructure around updating and doing things to that data and, and the controls that the company that made those systems couldn't get to those systems. Oh, to, gotcha.
1: Right. Gotcha. So, so if, they if just if locked out the web.
0: If you're locked out, you're locked out, right? I mean, that's right. I, I, that's just, right. I just don't know. I mean, I, I think that can happen to anything, but um, I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, that's you're you're exactly right. So the answer then is you got to have multiple front ends. You got to have multiple ways of interacting with the data.
0: Yeah, if you You if you again an ad edit, um, and there's people working on it. You and I have been talking to, or you've been talking to some of those people. Yep. Um, that's the real thing. If you had like a a standard where other people could you know have their own ad edit modules, that were going and if, if there was still access to that database and not just the tools. Right. There, right. there could be a way right they could they right. could launch, get a database of the most recent data and then right. tack on that ad edit and then you know start right. going right which is uh, yeah but we're we're a ways from there unfortunately
1: we're ways from it but that sounds like a fun project you know? <laughs> <laughs> I might build that you know that that actually sounds like a really cool project um, you know, there'll be a kind of a prop tech federation to do something like that. And something along those lines, Craig, is where, and, and I, I understand this feels like a total pivot. Do you remember a few years ago, I was really pushing the open source MLM yeah software thing? That would help, you know? I mean, if you if the source, the code was open source, then there'd be tons of vendors who would have, hey, okay, you want to do an ad in here's how you do it, right? Here's our version of it. And the data, as long as the data is not hacked and the data is not corrupted, you know, you have, okay, you have a ransomware attack, cool, we got to shut down this front end. But here are 17 other vendors who have front ends to the same database. Just use one of those, right? So, see, open source could be helpful. We should push open source again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's still,
0: though, it's, I mean, God bless Sam and, and all these other guys that are trying to do the the the, the Lord's work and getting some of this stuff done. But it's just, I was talking to an exec, exec the other day, and it's like, he says, man, I was just at lunch with agents and they wanted me to add three more three more fields.
1: <laughs> like, it just life.
0: never fucking stops, right? I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. it's just, oh, God, yikes.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, like I said, this one, we kind of have to, be a short one because uh, I'm traveling. So we talk about this Rapatonia outage, um, really unfortunate situation over there. Um, but our lessons learned, you know, Let's, let's do that. What are, what are your kind of your lessons learned from this event?
0: Yeah. I mean, again, I, I'm not sophisticated enough to know if there's anything that could have been done to prevent, you're just a target in, and it's your, it's your turn in a sense here. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know the specifics of like, did they handle it well? Did they handle it badly? I mean, you know, it's just, it's a black hole. I mean, oh, no. I, I feel mm-hmm. sorry for the engineers that that are there that had to probably work two weeks, 24 hours a day trying to get this resolved for the customers sure. out there. So, I mean, um, and I think, you know, we'll, again, I think it's going to it's gonna matter on how they bounce back from this, right? I think that's going to be the biggest thing here. And yeah. uh, they'll probably end up with a, a lot more systems in place to, Hopefully, try to prevent this to, from happening again in, right. in the
1: future. Uh, I agree. Um, I think my lessons are exactly what you said. Plus, um, based on this, because we've brainstormed it here, my lessons learned are clearly: I think we need to look at multi-node, open-source, you know, hack-resistant, takeover-resistant systems and structures, right? And whether that's we, you know, we build it like somebody else does it, Res- I don't care, like whoever you're doing it, kind of the older ways of like we have this database and we have hot backups and it's secure. I'm not sure if that's going to work anymore. You know, I think we need to learn from this lesson and go, okay, what's the next board, you know, way forward. Right. So we'll see. I'd be curious to hear from more some of our more tech uh, knowledgeable listeners about uh, about that and whether I'm completely smoking crack which is entirely possible uh or you know if there's something there no know? i mean i, 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 I think you've know. seen a prolonged
0: thing happen here of what in in the mls world happens when this type of thing happens and okay so you've you've learned this lesson
1: mm-hmm.
0: how do we how do we and, and we know yeah. we know part of it is prevention but you know, I, no matter what you say about blockchain or anything else, I, in my opinion, anything can be hacked at some level, right? So, you know, it's just going to be a mile of not if, but when. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so the prevention thing is its own thing. But now that we have seen this happen, is there an opportunity here to learn from this and go, okay, what we need is X. And maybe, maybe X, X isn't like yep. all the way, add, edit, you know, whatever. Or maybe it's just like, okay, we roll up this thing temporarily that does the data dictionary fields and that's good enough and that's it's yeah, going to yeah. minimize the pain here and that's a service yeah. or you know something there so well yeah there's there's a i'm sure there's a lot of engineers on all the mls uh vendor side kind of thinking about the uh yeah. the ways to kind of the, the reso the fall
1: conference should be fun you know in other words <laughs> yeah. if you're a data security nerd right yeah. so yeah. maybe the cmls conference will be fun if you're a data security nerd so yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, good stuff. Hey, uh, we'll see you back in the studio next week. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for uh, bearing with us. And uh, thanks, everyone. Peace.
0: Listen, content is everything. Two Brothers Creative makes it look easy. Right now, business owners really only have two options. The first option is hire a big firm. Now this big firm's gonna come in, make you think that they invented all the algorithms and start charging you thousands of dollars every month. You don't wanna do that. Second option is to do it yourself. Well, that means you gotta learn SEO, SEM, copywriting, marketing techniques on the web. Ugh. you should be really focusing on your own product. But now there's a third option. It's called content in a box. Give Two Brothers Creative 30 minutes a week and they'll handle everything. Plus, they'll show you how to bring it in-house later on. They'll rebuild your marketing foundation and give you tools and techniques and a new marketing playbook that'll actually produce real results and help you grow your business. Two Brothers Creative will give you the confidence and know-how to tell the SEOs and SEMs and all those other acronyms to get fucked. You're in control now. Get started today at thecontentbox.com.